You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up guys, welcome to another instalment of PlayStation Unchained. We are at episode 51, I'm your host, Michael Harridance, once again with me again, as usual, is my loyal, um, I'm trying to think of a, not flunky, that's rude, isn't it, Ben? <laughs> my loyal sidekick. Can co-op. I beat that guy, uh, just that loyal random, that guy, that, just that guy. That, just that guy, okay, here's just that guy, Ben yep. Shillabier Hall, how's uh, it going? I'm good, thank you, and you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, man. Um, yeah, another weekend. So we- weeks go seem to go really quick for me. That's all I can say. And, um, about... They've been going quickly recently. I find it's, it's, it's this whole year's gone quickly. It's scary. It really has. Yeah, it really has. It's. it's um, I can't believe that we've really got about four months left of a year. But yeah. Um, anyway, um, that's um, my uh, good old sidekick Ben. Uh, now we have uh, Gary, who hasn't uh, joined us for a couple of weeks. Actually, our Russian comrade. How's how's it going, Gary? Well, it is going very good. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm very good. These Russian winters are just really horrible. <laughs> it's In the cold UK, enough. Bad, yes. Yeah, it's that bad, yes, comrade. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you back again, Gary. Uh, what have you been up to um, since we last uh, had you on? You've been working hard, I guess, yeah? Uh, working a lot, actually, yeah, yeah. It's been insane at work lately. Working man, that's our Gary. And last but not least, we have returning from last week, uh, uh, Mr. Dane Smith. He's becoming a, sort of a semi-regular now, thankfully. Uh, how's it going, Dane? Very good. <laughs> now that I just opened up my can of monster. Oh, I hope you got that on there. <laughs> awesome. Does that, does, that come out? does that actually, can you guys actually hear that can opening? Yes, I did. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. Monster, the unofficial sponsor yeah. of Unchained. Yeah. Let your beast out. Yeah. <laughs> Dane's so cool, he has to open a can yeah. to juice himself. Unofficial sponsor for life. <laughs> Cool. I'm just with the most. One sec, I guys. I myself apart from everyone. One sec. What's wrong? Yeah, I've been addicted to this mobile card game the past couple days called WWE Supercard. For all the wrestling fans, you should get it because it's a lot of fun, I gotta say. And it sucks that it's like a mobile game because it destroys my phone battery. <laughs> Fair enough, I'm just man. there. I'm just there at the wall, plugged into the wall. Like stuck what, at the wall. What for like phone hours. have you got? Uh, I got an iPhone 4S. Ah, uh, okay. That'd be why it's an iPhone. Psst. Get an Android. <laughs> uh, well, I already <laughs> spent a grand on this phone. I, I don't wow. want to spend more money. Wow, jeez. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of Well, I left my contract early, so that's yeah. why I had to pay a, a penalty. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those, those things suck, so don't do it. Uh, see, I, I don't. I I don't mind. I always get a, a high end phone with my contract, so I don't mind waiting the two years. Yeah, I um. Yeah. I I I recently got an iPhone, um, yeah. so an iPhone five because I hadn't had a uh, like a new phone ever. All the phones I'd had up to that point had been second hand, so I thought, no, I want to get a decent one now that does, you know, that'll last me, you know, a good two years, which is how long I'm paying it off for. So um, and it's done really well for me. It works for me great. Cool. Um, 
Well, guys, this week or this past week, obviously, um, has been pretty big because it was Gamescom, as you guys know. Well, let's face it, any gamer knows about Gamescom. And, you know, we weren't actually there this year, unfortunately, but um, we still covered everything. And we were there, and we, you know, we stayed up and covered the press conference and everything, broke all the stories as they um, were dropped at the uh, conference. Um, it's a case of where do you start, really? But I think it would be good to um, mention... Um, Actually, I think we should get the elephant in the room out of the way first. So let's just dive in. Um, yeah. One of the big things, of course, was Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is exclusive now to Xbox One for um, holiday 2000, 20, yeah, 2015. Yeah. And um, this has obviously caused a huge uproar um, <laughs> on Twitter and all these other places. And uh, it's at first it was like... Um, it's exclusive, you know, that's it. But apparently uh, over the last couple of days, things have developed and it seems that, well, the, the exact quote was it has a duration. The exclusive, exclusivity period has a duration. So what I think is, because I, I said this when it, when it was announced, I just don't see why it would be exclusive permanently because it's, um, it's a, they're, they're making it exclusive for the console that has the least install base. And you have to remember, they also said with Tomb Raider, as Ben pointed out to me when we were talking about this on GChat, um, that the, Tomb, the original Tomb Raider sold something like 3.4 million copies in whatever months it was, and Square said that wasn't good enough, basically. That, that didn't meet their expectations, and that was a multi-format game. So why on earth would you release something as a, an exclusive indefinitely on a console that's got the lower install base? Because we all know this is not going to sell that well. All the past Tomb Raider games, I think Tomb Raider Definitive Edition... And um, the original version on the PlayStation 3 and 360, they've all sold better on Sony consoles. So I, they must, Microsoft must have chucked a massive wad of cash at Square for this. But anyway, as I was saying, um, it's pretty obvious that they are going to release it after at some point. I don't, know, um, I don't know when. It might be the Christmas after. It might be six months after. Who knows? But um, yeah, people are really obviously angry about this. Um, let's just start. Obviously, Ben, you've, got, um, you've had a lot to say on this all the week. Uh, what's your thoughts on this? Well, from what I can hear now recently is uh, Microsoft is actually going to be funding the development of the game and that's why they've got the exclusivity. Because wow. they're the ones pretty much putting a lot of their money towards it. Square isn't actually putting that much money towards it. I think... I heard, I, I heard a rumour of a budget of about $10 million. All right. So... Wow. Uh, that's why it's exclusive. Um that, uh, doesn't that mean though if if Microsoft are funding development doesn't that mean that they have exclusive rights for the like um, indefinitely though well they, no Square owns it so even if I they suppose, yeah yeah I suppose it's not being it's still being published by uh, Square it's not like Square. it's being published by Microsoft this Microsoft, time Microsoft yeah I, yeah I see what you mean now yeah, yeah. it's uh, just a little it's just a nice way of putting we're giving you money it's like going yeah we'll, we'll, we'll help develop costs yeah Here, have a our... money hat yeah, is um, do you reckon people are going to buy an Xbox One for this? Uh, uh I don't know, I don't know really. Mm. If and there's we... a, if there's talk of release on PS4 and PC, then no, it's not. No, gonna... but there'll yeah. be some sales. I think it will help it a little bit. Oh yeah, I do well. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think it. Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. it uh, be quite as big. No. Obviously, if it was on PS4 or both yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but oh no, it do well. There's Tomb yeah. Raider is a big um. Big it's franchise. Big, yeah, it is, and the the reboot did very well. So, yeah, um, yeah. and I want to call it. I want. I think it should be renamed for now because of all the rage and all the complaints. It should be called Rise of the Tomb Rager. Yeah, Tomb Rager. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because yeah, of all one. the anger. Yeah. Um, 
Cool, man. Uh, how about uh, Gary? What are your thoughts on this? Oh, man, I'm very disappointed in this. I'm not angry, but I'm just very disappointed. Um, I, I was hoping that this whole third-party exclusivity was done for, uh, especially since Microsoft said it was done. Timefall was going to be the last third-party exclusive you'll probably ever see. Um, and now we're seeing this again. Uh, I've been a fan of Tomb Raider since the very first Tomb Raider. I've bought every single one of them. I have every single one of them. I love the franchise. Uh, if if what Ben is saying that Microsoft is funding it, then Square must be in a lot more trouble than we believe if they're not willing to support this game in apparently any way at this point. Um, I don't know. I just it, it's very disappointing to me to see this. Uh, I I actually don't think people will buy an Xbox One for Rise of the Tomb Raider simply because. It's coming out in the holiday season where it's probably going to come out to, to fail. I mean, you're probably going to get Uncharted 4 yeah. around that time. And you're also getting yeah. Halo 5. Yeah, and Halo that's, 5. that's why people are going to buy an Xbox One, not Tomb Raider. Um, plus, you know, you're going to have your Call of Duty, probably your next Battlefield uh, Assassin's Creed's, all those. I, it, this is a very bad time for that game to come out on one console. But on the other hand, I think it's also a smart move from both Square and Crystal Dynamics because if 3 million copies didn't sell well enough for you, then you're taking the risk of, okay, Microsoft has given us whatever money they gave us you know, for, for the exclusivity, knowing that it's still going to come out on almost every platform eventually. So it's they're pretty much like adding more profits to their own sales by taking this extra money from Microsoft. So in a, in a way, it's kind of a, a, a smart move, but it's also a bad move because they, they've pretty much pissed off their entire fan base at this point. Yeah, it's putting it mildly. <laughs> yeah, literally. I, I think less people will buy this one now because of this than they did the original. The, the remake so it's cool. very disappointing to see that in my opinion yeah that's definitely a word i'd use not angry disappointed because i i was really the game but you know apart from all that talk the game itself sounds very good it does there's a lot more emphasis on tombs this time around and larger areas so it does sound really good um finally uh dan how about you uh Wait, so the franchise that the PS1, that the PlayStation built on the PS1 is now jumping ship. That's really lame, to quote me from the, our tweet, from our Twitter that I did when that was released. Um, <laughs> honestly, it, at the time I thought it's really stupid, but like I agree with Gary after thinking about it and and letting that gamer rage die down. And really for me it wasn't a lot of gamer rage because I'm not the biggest Tomb Raider fan. Uh just the newest Tomb Raider is the only one that I've I was actually interested in, even like a modicum. Um why I don't know. Just I'm guessing trophies. It's probably the only reason why is trophies. <laughs> trophies yeah. Um but I think it's like if three point some million couldn't hack it and that was multi-release, then like Gary said, this is smart from Square from a business point of view is to get another major publisher, i.e. Microsoft, to help fund the game and then it cuts their costs. And yeah, sure, uh, it's 
timed exclusive. Like, you know, it's only going to be on the Xbox One for a while or the 360 or something. Who knows what others, when it's going to come out. But here's the thing, like Gary said also, uh, what's coming out at the same time? What I see a lot of people in the comments talk about. Uncharted 4. It's Uncharted 4 versus Tomb Raider. Uh, who's going to win? Uncharted 4. Let's be honest. Uncharted 4 is going to take people's money. And so if you only can buy one game during that time, are you going to buy Uncharted 4? Or are you going to buy Tomb Raider? So for it's not as big of a blow to PlayStation as people might think if you're looking at it from a solely versus perspective because it just means well choose between uncharted or tomb raider um you know there's no option now so i'll just get tomb raider i I mean i'll just get uncharted (laughs) there's no problem and then they save their money for when the ultimate edition comes out which we all know will happen yeah (laughs) so and then they they, they're gonna get it then so will it sell some xbox ones yeah It'll probably sell more Xbox ones towards the people just waiting for more games to play other than Titanfall. Um, So the people who are waiting and saying, well, I really want to play Titanfall, but there's nothing else I want to play on the system. Oh, no, there's Tomb Raider. So those type of people, it'll get some people to open their wallets. But unless you're a super hardcore Tomb Raider fan... Uh, it's not going to push as many sales, especially when it's up against the Uncharted 4 juggernaut. So that's, my, that's that. my take on it. It's against the Halo 5 juggernaut, which is also exclusive to Xbox. So people, I think, are still going to buy an Xbox One more. Like you said, if you have a choice of one game or another, if you're an Xbox owner, you're going to probably go with Halo 5 over Tomb Raider. Yeah, so you're cutting your own self off as well. Like, I mean, obviously, there's going to be gamers who have the money to buy both. But there's still, you know, this isn't the best economy in the world. There's going to be some who are just like, well, dear, you only get one game. Would you like like Halo 5 or Tomb Raider? Chances are they're going to say Halo 5 if it's one or the other. Halo 5, mummy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The one with the guy in the chiefy suit. That yeah, one in the big suit with the helmet. <laughs> yeah, he cool. is green, and I like explosions. Yeah, that's that. That sums up. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks for that. Yeah, well, I can just um, um, the game itself sounds great. Like I said, so I, I think I will be keeping an eye on it, uh, regardless of that. Um, well, now we've um got that out of the way because I think it was important to um. Let's move on to a bit more PlayStation centric announcements. The first. Um, I'd like to start with Until Dawn. This was um, a game that was announced at Gamescom two years ago, and um, it pretty much fell under the radar until a few months ago with uh, a few rumors coming up that it had been cancelled and then Sony denied it. But sure enough, as many people did predict, it's been re-revealed for PlayStation 4 at Gamescom. And this time, it's um, uh, they, there was no mention of a PS3 version, so I presume that is now scrapped and there was no mention of PS Move. Instead, it's been rebuilt from the ground up for PS4 using the DualShock 4 uh, control pad you can use that um because the original game was going to use the uh, move as a flashlight and everything and i presume they're still gonna somehow um emulate that with the um dual shock pads um maybe the light bar or something and the t- i'm sure the touchpad to come into it as well but it's still the same premise um you have um it's uh eight teenagers have to survive until dawn and it's uh it's not clear whether it's uh 
an individual or individuals or a supernatural entity stalking them, but basically they can die. And there are apparently um, hundreds of different endings you can get. And the game itself is roughly nine hours long. I've actually realised that I'm not reading this off anything. This is all in my head. <laughs> How's that for skills? <laughs> Leet skills in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... um. This I, I've um, been keeping my eye on this game for a while. I think it looks really good. I'm a big horror fan. I actually liked all those teen horrors, like Scream and everything. So it kind of evokes that kind of stuff. So I'm really only a, a wintry Scream because it's set in um, you know a very, a very cold. I think it's like this shack in the mountains or something. But yeah, it, um, very cabin in the woods feel, except in winter. Um, it does look really, really good. Um, the uh, uh, the graphics look pretty good. I can tell they've um, you know because it's moved to PS4 and stuff, they definitely jazzed it up. There's some really cool lighting effects. But, um, yeah, I want to see more of it in action before I really judge, but I'm very interested in this. Um, it's out next year, no exact release date, but, yeah, this is definitely one to watch for me. Uh, uh, Dane, what do you make of this? You said that it's PS4 only, right? As yeah. in not on the PS3? No, they haven't mentioned PS3. They just said PS4, so I'm taking that as the PS3 version has been scrapped outright, because it's... They mentioned the DualShock 4, so um, obviously uh, there's no DualShock 4 on PS3, so I presume it's just PS4 now. Yeah, so like, assuming that's 100% true, yeah. um, as, as of Circa right now, so listeners don't like slag me later if this info's wrong, Yeah. Um, I like it better because honestly, as I don't have a PS4 yet, yeah. but I'm kind of getting a bit sick of all of the games going PS3, PS4. I mean, I, I'm waiting for when finally the games are either going to be just PS4 only or PS3 only. So there's a reason to have the other system. Uh, like the fact yeah. that, that this PS4 sold 10 million units uh, when like almost every game is like PS3 compatible is pretty amazing. I mean, except for, like, Infamous, what do I need my PS4 for? Killzone. Right? <laughs> Killzone. Killzone, Infamous, and, like, that's really kind of it. <clears throat> War Thunder. <clears throat> War Thunder. Okay, War Thunder. You know, but, I mean, <laughs> okay, three, ga- three games, right? I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen. I can get on PS3. Uh, all the other games, yeah, PS3. Trust me, with Final Fantasy fourteen, once once you've had a little go of the PS4 version, you, you don't want to touch the PS3 version again. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what I mean. It's just I'm I'm happy to finally see a game that's PS4 only that's pushing the specs. Also, of War the Frank. PS4, right? Yeah. So like they don't have to wor- they don't have to worry about bringing down the graphical capacity or whatever to the PS3 standard or the Xbox 360 standard or whatever. So you're not a fan it's, of cross-gen, basically, cross-gen games. I, I was for the first little bit, but I yeah. just mean a lot of it now are just kind of like rehashes oh. and stuff or like games that they don't have that, they don't need that graphical c- compatibility. Like right now, soon I'm going to have to review like Samurai Warriors and uh, Orochi Warriors uh-huh. like come this fall. And I mean, those are like on every single system. Uh, but like, it doesn't need the graphics in much. It doesn't need to push yeah. it. It's just a generic Dynasty Warriors fair. But something like Until Dawn, the premise, like needs to be like next gen only or current gen i should say 
uh, PS4 only, which is what I'm liking about it because I want to mm. see what the system can really do. Yeah. We haven't, except for Infamous, we haven't really seen what the system can do because they've been having to pander to the last gens. Cool. So um, you're you're um, you're interested in until Dawn, and take it take it from that. Yeah, <laughs> I love those. I love those like creepy kind of survival games. Those Sweet. are those are fun. Cool. Excellent, Mr. Smith. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, Ben, how about you, man? Nope, 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 nope. What do you, you mean? Nah, I, 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 I'm not a horror fan that much, so I'll, really? I'll, I'll probably... Well, I don't mind them, but uh, I think I'll probably give it a miss. Oh, okay, fair enough. But it, it, the premise does look good, and I do like the Scream movies, so I might, might be interested in it. Probably have we'll to see, see more first, eh? Yeah. Yeah, cool, okay, short but sweet, that's cool. Uh, Gary, how about you? I am extremely excited for it. Uh, yeah, uh, I love horror games. Uh-huh. Uh, I think this particular game is kind of in this untapped genre uh, of games where you, you know you you don't fight, you don't shoot anything, you run and you hide. Is pretty much what the, the premise I'm getting out of this. Yeah, um, it, it kind of reminds me of the the Clock Tower franchise and uh, a game Haunting Ground on the PS2. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Or Silent Hill Shattered Memories, which was uh, um, released on the Wii and PS2. That didn't actually have any combat in it. Yeah, and I, I love those kind of games because you know you you, you have to survive. You know, yeah. just like Kane said, and you know, of course, it being PS4 only, I think helps. I think if you look at the trailer for the PS3 version and the PS4 version. I think it's gotten a huge overhaul, especially in the graphics department. You can tell that it looks like it was redesigned from the ground up for the PS4. It's yeah. like they just bumped up the the quality of the textures or anything. But uh, you know, they talked about you know it's going to have a whole bunch of endings. Uh, the length uh, I'm a little sad about. Uh, I mean, ten hours is really good, but if you have that many endings, replay value, it, yeah. Yeah, uh, for 10 hours and that many endings, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, you know, they said you, know, you can have everybody die in a game if you wanted to. Yeah. You know, the villain wins. Uh, I, I don't think it's a supernatural game. I think it's just a serial killer trying to yeah. kill these people, which I think would be even better. But it, it's nice to see these like old 80s, you know, slasher flicks, you know, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Halloween, you know, they're kind of making a small little comeback, and it's nice that video games are starting to tap into that. Yeah, so you I'm- know this this will be a fun game to talk about during in October during our uh, our Halloween special. But yes, it when you're talking about like there's eight. What did you say? There's eight people. That's your group. Yeah, I think it's something. Eight people, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that like some can die and some can live, or all can die, or all can live, or something like that, it reminds me of Sweet Home. So, for those who don't know, that was like a really old Japanese. Well, yeah. I know Sweet game. Home. Yeah, because... you know Sweet Home. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. And so that game, it's like some some characters can just die in it. It's an RPG, and there's permadeath. Um, in an RPG, go figure. And so that's that sounds really cool. And yeah, ten, nine ten hours might seem short, but if you're playing through the game and you're like, man, there's all these endings, and then suddenly like Billy's dead, <laughs> but 
you know, he's really dead for the Scream fans. Like, Billy's really dead this time, guys. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, I think that gunshot, like, really killed him this time. I don't know. Uh, I don't think he's the killer. And, like, we don't really know, like, who the killer is, right? Like, was it told who the killer is yet? Or ish? No. Well, probably not. So, and you know what? It could, it, it, could be, it. It, it could be like Scream, right? It could be one of you. You just don't know it or something. Oh, yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> like that, right. we, we know so little about it. That's that's the fun thing about it. Now, I'm I'm not like the gore type of horror fan. I'm more of like the suspense. Yeah. So like you give me like a Friday the 13th, you give me a Scream, I enjoy those because it's like you don't know who the killer is. Like where's the killer? Where is he popping out from, so to speak, in the case of Friday the 13th, parts three and on. But, uh, like, so if it's not super gory, I'd, I'd probably be playing the hell out of it. So that's, that's my, my two cents. Wicked, man. Um, well, I just have to do this now because we're in a horror um, theme and everything. And I've been, this has got one of these, this is one of the most exciting announcements. Um, we have a new Silent Hill game in development. And this is not just another Silent Hill game. This is being made by Hideo Kojima of Metal Gear Solid fame, and, of course, the director... Um, oh, I, I just cannot pronounce his name for the life of me. Uh, if anyone would like to try and do that now... Guillermo del Toro? Guillermo del Toro, uh, yeah. <laughs> what Dane said, yeah. <laughs> del Toro, yes. Um, it's And also starring Norman Reedus, a.k.a. Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. Silent Hills, plural. This was... Um, the way they announced this is actually really, really cool. It was... Uh, it was released actually as a playable demo on the PlayStation Store called PT, which means playable teaser. And apparently, I haven't actually played this yet. I haven't had time, but apparently, it is a very, very scary. Um, any, if anyone's played it here, guys, then feel free to comment in a sec. Um, yeah, uh, but towards the end of the demo, because uh, I, I haven't played it yet, so I'm not sure how it was, but basically, you unlock a scene at the end, and it shows uh, Norman Reedus's character, who is. Um, as yet unnamed, walking through the streets, very, very Silent Hill-esque, uh, flickering lights, very, very dark, no fog, but still very, very dark, Blood, uh, blood-stained pavements and everything. He turns towards the camera, then walks down the road. It just looks awesome. That's about all we know on the game so far, but uh, Kojima has said that he's been uh, wanting to make Silent Hill for a while. Uh, the series itself, it's not... I wouldn't say it's in the same state as Resident Evil, in that it's completely... Uh, abandoned its roots but it's definitely seen better days i actually like downpour for the record it was very very um it went back to the, the sort of more exploration kind of suspense that the other games lacked especially homecoming that was a lot more focused on combat um but yeah it, it it's been in need of an overhaul for a long time and i think this is probably one of the best things that could ever happen to it i just um, I mean, I could probably make a whole segment on this, but um, I won't. But I'm very, very excited by this. I uh, All I can say is I just hope that they don't abandon the series' roots and make it too mainstream. But because of the people behind it, I think, especially with Del Toro, I think it had a very, very unique and distinctive art direction um, and look to it. Um, and with Kojima, I expect a very, very good storyline because that guy, well, just look at Metal Gear Solid, you know, what's all I can say. Um, you know, half the game is made up of cutscenes. So hopefully it will... It's got the makings of a great game, and I really, really, um, I really, really do hope that this game does well because um, I'm a massive Silent Hill fan, and I'm very excited by this. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to play that teaser. Um, so, um, guys, what do we think of this? Uh, let's start with you, Gary. I know you're a big horror fan. Oh my god, this—you <laughs> uh, don't even know, man. 
I've been waiting for uh, a Silent Hill game like this for so long now. Um, I mean, it's it's Silent Hill. You know, it's been going downhill for a while now. Uh, you like downpour? Nice yet. <laughs> yeah, you like downpour? I enjoyed downpour to a point. Uh, yeah. I think the game's side quests told a better story than the main quest did. Yeah, I know. I did. I like the fact that they did make it sort of um, pseudo open world. I thought that was a good stepping stone, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the inclusion of Guillermo del Toro, I think, is going to be incredible when it comes to the creature designs. Yes. I mean, if you've seen any of the movies he's directed, like the creature designs in his movies are probably some of the best out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm really excited to see what he does because, again, the creature design in Silent Hill has really gone downhill. <laughs> yeah, it has, yeah. Especially that, in Downpour, I'm I sorry. Downpours, <laughs> downpours were terrible, weren't they? They were just like, they, they were pretty just, what, what were they? they were just nondescript human figure, um, humanoid sort of monsters, weren't they? Nothing yeah, they were unique about they them at no, all. They had no, I don't know, personality or good design at all. No, they uh, just looked generic as hell. They just looked generic as hell. Totally agree. Yeah, um, and I, I played a little bit of the PT teaser and if that's any indication of how scary the game is going to be then i have no problem with it because i i could not even play that game for half an hour we could like nope no more <laughs> it, it, it was scary as hell like it, i don't recommend it. If, if you get scared easily do not play that game by yourself is night. it jump is it like jump scary or is it just suspense you know silent hill silent it's hill. it's both oh, right, like okay. i walked around the corner and there's just some chicks standing there i'm like what the hell is going on you're standing there and standing there. You walk up to her and she's just like, was it gory on. or was it just suspenseful? No, it, it was very suspenseful. I don't, uh, at least I didn't encounter any of the gore parts. Um, as far as the, the actual way they announced it, I thought it was absolutely genius. I mean, how, who would have it's expected Kojima. it's Kojima. Uh, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only he could pull something off like that and get away with it. You know, um, as far as, um, I do feel sad that once people, you know, beat it, you know, it completely just took over the internet. So a lot of people felt like there's no need to play it anymore because they already know the payoff and what it is. Yeah. But I still recommend people play the PT teaser because well, it's... Here's the interesting thing about that, Gary. Um, I never played it. I was just reading a lot of comments from it. And from what it seemed from, from people's comments was... Everyone was having a different experience. The ending was the same. You're right. But like some people were just caught in loops that they couldn't get yes. out of. Other people were having an easier time. It was like a, it was like a puzzle box. Everyone was having a different experience. Um, and if that's completely true, it wasn't just people sucked at it. Oh, if, it they didn't really, suck. if it was true that like it's kind of like a puzzle, um, that's really cool that that will show off like the PS4, uh, the next gen capabilities. And and the other thing is uh, that was reported was Kojima had to scale this down. Like they had to intentionally not make this as good as it could have been. So that way, like the gag worked that people didn't think, oh, this is this is some high end company. You know, you know, this is from Konami or Capcom or Square or something that like this honestly could have been done potentially from like some no name company. Uh, so like taking that into account, just imagine what it's going to be when when it's at full gear, when the game's at 100 percent. And um, honestly, this 
has the making of either being the game of a generation or the biggest bomb ever. And I say <laughs> that, I, I say that honestly because Kojima finally got his wish. Like you've been saying, Mike, he's been wanting to do something not Metal Gear. Yeah. Right? This is his first non-Metal Gear game since what? Zone of the Enders? Uh, right? Yeah, it must be, yeah. Like, honestly, well, he did make an RPG on like on the DS or something, supposedly. I forget what game it was. Game Okay, so so then it's got to be it's that or Zone of the Enders was the last non-Metal Gear game he basically made. Um, now fans could correct me if I'm wrong. It's fine. So he's motivated, right? So we've seen what he's done with a series that yeah he created, he loves, but he's not motivated for doing. He's just doing because other people can't do it to his standard. Yeah. So he's not like motivated. Now he's motivated. And that's going to be scary, like what a motivated Kojima is going to do. Like I think, excuse the language, but I think mindfuck is going to be the the lowest bar setting. That's going to be the lowest difficulty on that game, because I'm scared to see what he's going to be able to accomplish and such. So well, I'm excited run- for it. If it's running on the Fox engine too, it's going to just be incredible. If we've yeah. seen, we've seen what and that. And was it? Did it say if it was going to be on the PS3 or is it just next next gen only? They didn't even announce a platform for it. No, no, they got didn't. no platforms. No, no platforms. So I mean, if that's if it's next, I don't know. I keep saying next gen because it's not next gen anymore. But if it's PS4, current gen, current <laughs> gen. If it's PS4, Xbox One only, then things are going to get pushed. Metal Gear is going to look like a bitch compared to this. <laughs> I think. I think it is going to be only on next gen because the phantom pain the big metal gear 5 is only next or current gen and pc so yeah so no, I think it's, phantom pain it's is gonna on be PS3 good as well no it was only ground zeroes that's PS3. sure i believe so yeah i could have sworn um uh, ben i, I could have sworn... I thought they've seen advertisements for um uh, phantom pain on ps3 yeah Mm, well, let's not get sidetracked for now, but that's cool. Yeah, but but yeah. before before we move on, I do want to say that the PT demo. Yeah. Uh, don't get upset if you can't finish it because it's all random based. Um, I found out that the to, to in order to finish it, the the final puzzle um, is very random. You can either solve it in five minutes or ten hours. <laughs> ten hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the person who solved it the first time, he has no idea how he solved it. He just he just did, and a lot of people can't replicate anything that other people have done there. So it, it's all random. So it either it happens in five minutes to you or in ten hours. Well, the, the, the other ten thing hours. about that is you look at the name itself. It's not called Silent Hill. It's called Silent Hills. And yeah. like I never took it. Like I this is what someone I a comment that I read, so I'm not going to steal it. I forget who the commenter was, but he made, he made the very uh, ingenious comment saying that, like, maybe there's more than one Silent Hill when you're playing this, like, in your mind. Like, because, like you said, this demo, everyone's having a different experience. So when you're actually playing the game, maybe different people are going to be getting different things. And so yeah. there's more than one Silent Hill, thus Silent Hill's and such so it's in with kojima it, it could be so 
anything's possible. Nano machines. Nano machines. Yeah. <laughs> pyramid head is powered by nano machines. Oh, a pyramid head in that—that'd be awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't oh. want to see pyramid head in it because I would—I'd like to—I'd like to see it fresh. I don't like pyramid fresh head. Perspective. I, I, I want. I want, If if I want pyramid head to make a cameo. But not as an actual pyramid head. Just if it's set in like a, if there's any ha- yeah, if it's set in a house, maybe go into a kid's bedroom and then there's a little pyramid head toy on the shelf. <laughs> Plushie, that yeah. would be cool. You know that way it's not in the game, but it's just a nod. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Kojima. It's going to be there probably in some type my, of nod like my that. Problem with pyramid head is he's tied to James's story of Silent Hill too. Yeah, yeah. His personal story. And the fact that he's appeared in other Silent Hills just pissed me off. Yeah. What about a toy pyramid head then? That's on the shelf. Oh, you'll, you'll probably see it. I mean, you saw the Zone of the Enders uh, toy in Metal Gear Solid 3 on the desk, if you remember that. Yeah. 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 Also, I remember that Kojima kind of did a little horror game. Not a horror game, but a little horror story. I don't remember the whole thing because it was a long time ago. With Snatcher? But with, with, no, with Metal Gear Solid 3 as well. The Nightmares, yeah. Uh, Guy yeah. Savage, I think it was called. Yeah, where yeah. if you save the game just after, it was after you got captured, wasn't it? Yeah, after it? you get captured, yeah. If you save the game and then load yeah. it up again, Snake will, um, you'll, uh, instead of playing as Snake, you'll wake up in this kind of like, well, it's, a, it's like a whole different game and you're just, you're this guy and you'll just go around killing everything, basically, with these, like, skites and everything. And it was based on a game that he was working on called Guy Savage, and they incorporated it into there as Snake's Nightmare. And he wakes after a certain time, he wakes up. Yeah. Yeah. That's that quite... Fun. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> a bit of mind fuck, though. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Did I put the wrong game in or something? <laughs> yeah, but cool. Um, Anything more about Sonic? Uh, ben, um, how about you on the game itself? I mean, I, I don't... Have you ever played Sonic Hill or...? Uh, not really, no. Uh, I can't talk much about it, sadly. Do you, or does I, this look interesting to you? It, it looks kind of interesting to me. I'll see what else is out at the time, really. Yeah, who I knows when it'll be out. Yeah. yeah, This will probably be a long way off, I reckon. Yeah, I don't expect this yeah. until, like, winter 2016, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say Hall- Halloween 2016. It'll be a perfect time then. That would be sweet, yeah. That would be sweet. Cool. Well, yeah, um, thanks for that, guys. That is definitely that is definitely one to watch for me. That was my game of the show, I think. Um Next up, though, we have something. Uh, this is slightly more uh, take, going away from the grim kind of horror stuff. This is a, a new, a, a more, well, not really a new game, but a sort of a, an updated version of the um, PlayStation Vita platformer Terraway, now called Terraway Unfolded for PS4. This uses the uh, DualShock 4 and introduces a number of new mechanics and stuff like you can control um, wind and stuff. There's a paper plane in it and everything. You can use the light bar to make crops grow and everything, as in to mimic sunlight. Um, it's, um, I played Terror Away and reviewed it and, uh, I really liked it. It's very, very, um, it, it's definitely its own game. It's, um, media, media molecule um, made it who do little be playing it. And it's got that kind of, um, it's definitely got their, their charm, the, the charm that you'd expect from that, from that developer. It's, uh, it's a vibrant game. It's got some great mechanics in it. It was definitely one of the best, um, one of the best games on Vita to like, be built around those unique mechanics. And I think it's a shame that that's one of the only games to do that because um, it really just goes to show what a, dev- a developer can do when they put the time and make something from the ground up for Vita and not just port stuff over. But this is the other way around, which is from Vita to PS4. Um, I thought it was a sequel at first, but it's not. It's just not, it's an updated version, but it's not, as they said in the conference, it's not a simple port. They did 
it seems like they did pretty much make it with PS4 in mind from the ground. You know, I don't know. I don't want to say from the ground up. That implies they took away. Uh, I suppose maybe they did. I'm not really sure about that. But um, it's uh, they made it. They it's not just a cheap port. So um, anyone who hasn't played Terrorite before, this would definitely be worth picking up. I think. And even even myself. I mean, I'd like to play this again. Definitely, I would. Um, because there's more, there's more content in it and everything, and I'd like to see how the DualShock 4 translates in place of the um, uh, PS Vita controls and everything. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's basically a platformer where you're you're basically playing as a paper character in a paper world, and you have to manipulate the environment to um, uh, as well as, as well as defeating bad guys. You have to mani- manipulate the environment using various uh, tricks up your sleeve and stuff. Like on the PS Vita, you tilt it. You can tr- you you could tilt the pad. You could um, use the touchpad to make your finger appear on the screen to like boost. Uh, it, like if you're on a platform, you touch the touchpad underneath it and you bounce upwards, or you you could hit um, on these certain panels on the ground. You could put your finger through the um, on the touchpad and they'd come up through these panels and knock anything on on top of it out of the way, like an enemy. You could like knock kill enemies by doing that. So yeah, there was whole. Um, yeah, whole whole bunch of stuff that you could um, that you could do to um, manipulate the environment and stuff. It's just really really cool, and um, yeah, I um, I would have liked to see the full full blown sequel, but this is uh, this this was still a pleasant surprise. Um, yeah, so uh, Terraway guys, uh, let's start with Gary. How do you feel about this? Uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, I never got to play Terraway on the Vita. Um, uh-huh. I'm definitely gonna plan on buying it on the on the PS4 for sure now. Um, I think uh, it it's doing so many unique things, especially with the controller. I think uh, Media Molecule is probably the only studio that's thinking outside the box when it comes to just their game design and what they can do with the tools they have. Yeah, I mean, just look at how they demonstrated all the things they can do with the controller alone. I mean, you can use the light bar as a flashlight in the game that's on your controller. You know, you can use... Uh, the, the little uh, speaker, uh, when the character throws something into the controller, you catch it and you can hear it inside the controller. You know, it's little things like that, but I think they're awesome things and they're very innovative things, you know, and I wish yeah. more developers would utilize things like this for, for their games, especially with the controller. But, uh, yeah, you know, Tearaway, it, it's obviously not graphically the big powerhouse PS4 game. Everybody always complains about, oh, this game's graphics aren't that great. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. But, you know, Media Molecule is not really about graphics. They're all about gameplay. And, you know, Tearaway is one of the best-reviewed Vita games, so it's probably going to be even better reviewed on, on the PS4 now. Yeah, definitely. But, but I am kind of sad that they didn't show off a new game especially that cool puppet one that they showed off at e3 two years ago um i'm I'm really hoping they they show off a new game that they're working on as well very soon they're definitely working on one um that's for sure i think it's meant to use uh, morpheus um but yeah i I don't know when that'll show up but um hopefully we get a look at that soon before e3 anyway next year um cool man Uh, uh ben how about you well, I've never actually played, t- I bought Terraway, but I still haven't actually played it. Oh, wow, man. Uh, so I need to go through it sometime. Yeah, um, I do, definitely, definitely. It's great. Uh, oh, I think I bought it. For some reason, it's, it sounds familiar, I should say. But <laughs> I, I'm sure, I, you know, when you think you purchased it, but you can't you remember. You buy so many games, you can't remember. <laughs> um, no, I got it during one of their sales. All right. That's did why you get I bought it. Digi- was it digital or physical? Yeah, it was a digital. All right, it, cool, was, cool. it was on sale, and that's why I bought it. I thought, oh, All right. I'll play that sometime. All right, cool. 
Uh, I lost mine actually, which is a shame. But um, when I had to, you know, do a reformat and yeah. everything, it was one of the games that I lost. But oh, I, that's what I pro- yeah, I know. But I, 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 you know, I'll pick it up again definitely. Um, but yeah, I'll probably pick it up again for the PS4. Yeah, yeah, it's probably actually worth it for you actually if you haven't played it. I guess maybe wait. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's still it's still great on PS Vita though. Um, Dane, uh, sorry, by the on. way, that sorry, one sec. Um, that thing you saw, Gary, was just a tech demo at E3. What the controller? Yeah. Well, the stuff they showed off was just tech demo <laughs> stuff, from what I know. Well, they better include it in the game. Oh, <laughs> they probably will, but that's. I think that was just a tech demo. I don't think it was. I don't think they saw off what the controller can do, so other developers yeah. get up on that. Sweet. <laughs> Um, okay, last but not least, Dane, tear away. Short and sweet, I've got zero interest in it. I got it for free off of a PS Plus sale. Uh, it was on PS Plus. Ah, I must have and, got it from that. And I've honestly not played it, never thought about playing it. I got way too much other stuff. It's just not my type of game, nothing against it. But oh, I'm an on, RPG man. guy, and I've got so yeah. many other RPGs to play. I mean, it's it's at the back of the bin. No, okay. <laughs> Darth Vader just screams somewhere. No, no. <laughs> cool. All right, man. That's cool. Um, okay, guys. Uh, we actually touched on this earlier, but it's wor- it warrants its own kind of segment. Uh, PS4 has sold a massive 10 million units worldwide since its launch in November 2013. Uh, this is just brilliant news. This was uh, they uh, Sony. Um, uh, Sony Europe's president and CEO Jim Ryan, uh, Jim Ryan announced this at uh, Sony's Gamescom press conference. Uh, one of the first things he mentioned, I think, uh, this is just you know, I don't know how many units Xbox has sold, but this machine is definitely is, has been uh, up to, oh, five million. Five it's million. Shipped. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this. Uh, yeah. This. Um. This uh, PS4 isn't just doing well, but it is leading by a comf- uh, very comfortable margin over its rival. It's. Uh, it's amazing how well this console is done, especially when you compare it to the PS3. And um, as actually Dane said, there are a lot of games on it, but uh, that have been cross-generation, and yet it has sold a great amount. I mean, there are obviously there's some really good exclusives, but when you look at the amount, there aren't there's some really there are some exclusives out there, but there's not a huge amount of exclusive games on PS4. You know that are um, aren't available on Xbox One or or indeed cross-gen so it's um to sell 10 million units is is an amazing feat especially when it's uh i mean the price is to be fair the price is very very attractive there's no denying that but still you know the climate isn't uh the climate isn't really that good um as dane also touched on and um i think that um i think sony deserve massive applause for this so yeah i'm clapping come on clap everyone (laughs) now i demand it Uh, i'll try Uh... (laughs) good good uh, but yeah, seriously, um, it, 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 to be honest, it's well-deserved. I mean, I know we're a PlayStation side, but it's a great console. It's such a step up over PS3, and the interface alone deserves that, because I am so, oh, just so sick of the downloads, the, the updates and shit on PS3, the slowness of it and everything. It's just the interface, everything built around, every, the way they built the PS4 is just great. It's so user-friendly. It's such a sleek, great, sexy console right i can't believe i said sleek and sexy but yeah it is you know and the user the user interface is brilliant that as i said that alone is worth the applause it's um and there are some great games on it i mean uh the um even things like um assassin's creed 4 which is out on other systems as well it's um there's a noticeable amount of improvements to these games and they definitely they definitely do 
it's definitely worth if you can get the next gen version or current gen version should i say whatever we're calling it now if you can get the ps4 version of a particular game then it's definitely worth doing so i mean i'm on the last of us remastered now and it's um just the frame rate alone it just it, it's it's a different experience you know so yeah um there's not really much more you can say about sales it's fantastic um it just makes me laugh these people saying that console sales are dead this new this old model you know with um box goods and everything it's fading and stuff i think ps4 is just stuck a massive middle no not not a middle finger a two finger salute up to those critics because i think this is um i think we're going to be back in a you know i think this is um i think things were a bit slower last generation with ps3 and everything but this is um whether or not it was so as many as ps2 i don't know but this is definitely a, already this is a step up over ps3 in the same that during the same period in ps3's life the same amount of months it was on sale it was nowhere near it had nowhere near the, uh, the same response as PS4 has had, so it's it's brilliant. Uh, let's. Um, I just got a little message there. Oh. I think Dane has something to say on this quickly. So Dane, uh, yeah, you go first. This is something I want to talk about specifically because we had a, a little conversation about this in the in the staff chat earlier yeah. in the week. Um, honestly speaking, this could break the PS2 sales. You reckon? If you think about it, I reckon because like. You look at the marketplace, and w- the reason why the PS1 and the PS2 had the sales it did, other than the fact it had the great library of games, is is the fact that uh, their competition wasn't up to par at the time. Um, so, like, what did the PS1 go against? It went against the N64 and the Saturn. And like the dream ho, ho, ho hum, right? Yeah. And then a piece of the Dreamcast. PS2, what did it go against? The GameCube, the Dreamcast that was on its death knell, and yeah. the original Xbox, Xbox. The regular Xbox. Yeah. So those kind of sales weren't that good. Like if you look at VG charts, um, I didn't look at it myself, but honestly, if you compare the numbers, like this last generation of PS3, Xbox 360, we probably i i'm i'm going to be almost 100% assured of this they combined outsold the collective generation of the ps2 and the collective generation of the ps1 so take the ps1 the the 64 and the saturn combine their sales last gen beat it ps2 original xbox gamecube combine their sales last gen beat it um so that's one reason why the ps3 didn't sell as much as the PS2 is because you have the Xbox 360 selling a ton. You have the Wii selling the most of them all. Now, you look at it now, what's selling the most? The PS4 with hardly anything on the system that you can't get on the 360 or the PS3, right? Uh, 10 million sales versus what? The Wii U came out first. That's at what? How many sales? Maybe five, six million? I'm not too sure whether we use. I think uh, the Wii U but... was about six million now, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Xbox One shipped five million, right? Yeah. Not sold, shipped. Big difference. Um, so it has the potential to match it because their competition is not doing that good. And then let's keep something in mind. Um, I was watching... A, a little history lesson on PlayStation a while ago from uh, G4 did these like 30 minute like icon videos on video games and they did yeah. like the history of the PlayStation. Did it, Dane, and, 
Yeah. Sorry, can I just um, just quickly? I just checked. It's um, it has uh, shipped seven million units as of August second this year. That's for Wii U. Okay. Yeah. So that's the yeah. Wii U shipped yeah. seven million. Yeah. So yeah. Not that's sold, but shipped. Yeah. Yeah. Shipped. yeah. So you look at the PlayStation One. The PlayStation One sold over a hundred million units. Uh, the first year it came out in North America, it sold less than a million in North America. Right. This is right. said by the Sony people on a on a video that I watched by G4 um, when they're doing the history of the PS of the PlayStation brand. Right. In the first year, it sold a couple million in like worldwide. Yeah. That's the PlayStation One, and then it sold over like a hundred million. Uh, so the PS4 has like times that by five, realistically. Like the year's not even over with, and it's times it by five. So. It has the potential to break the PS2 as long as the three, as long as the Xbox One and the Wii U keep sucking. As long as that <laughs> happens, we're gonna see the the PlayStation 4 beat 150 million units in its lifetime. That does seem possible, actually. Now that you think of it, considering when you say lifetime, you have to consider that this isn't the. Um... This isn't going to be the same kind of like four or five year cycles things used to be in the past. I mean, we're seeing seven, we're seeing seven to ten years now for consoles. Like PS2 had a good um, 2000, yeah, it had about ten, it had over ten years on the market. It broke that number, so PS4 can is easily going to last that long. So, yeah, and because yeah. like the PS2 had so much going for it, yeah. like it was still selling even when the PS3 was out. Yeah. So add on a few million to that as well. It's not like it just they stopped. They did a cutoff at like 2000, like when the PS3 was launched. It's not like they stopped selling PS2s. They were still selling. Yeah. So they only just stopped like, making them, I think, a year ago or something, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. So like lifetime sales, PS4 can do it, especially with the better hardware. It's more like a computer to code for than the PS3. And yeah. so there's all of these elements that are out right now that are in the the, the plus column, the potential column. Like, yeah. will it? Who knows? But Who knows? the potential yeah. is there for it to break the PS2 record, at least give it a really damn good run. Yeah, yeah. definitely. As long as it keeps up the software, though, that's what's going to sell it. Because, um, you know, it needs the big exclusives and everything. And I think we've seen... We've certainly seen a lot of those. I mean, the next year, uh, um, 2015 will definitely be a year, I think. We've seen a lot of, like, ports and remasters and things this year. And obviously, there's a lot of cross-gen stuff when it first came out. But I think next year is going to be the year when we start seeing some big, you know, the exclusives come to the forefront of the action. We've got The Order. We've got uh, Uncharted 4. We've got... Um, name me some more, guys, before I run out of ideas. <laughs> exclusives? Yeah, exclusives. Um, Mortal Big Planet Three. Oh, that's out. This, that's out. Well, that's out on PS3 as well. Actually, funny yeah. enough, PS3 uh, this year. Yeah, but no, we uh, got... talking about just next year. Yeah, next yeah. year. Next year we got the Order, haven't we? In Uncharted, but uh, what other PS4 exclusives are they coming out? Um, there's loads in development. There are loads in development. We know that we yeah, haven't seen. I think there's a bunch of them that just don't have release dates. Yeah, here. yeah. The fact is, there's so many games that haven't been announced yet. We know people working on them. Those are just the ones we know about. But those two alone are massive games, though. Let's face it, they are huge games, especially. Well, they're going to be huge, and they're yeah. going to just destroy the competition when they come out. And um, like, I think, I... like, okay, the media likes to like harp on the fact that, like, you know, the, there's not much out for the PS4. Like, when are we going to see games? And 
and, and stuff like that. And we're no exception. But I think the actual like normal gamer is willing to give a new system time to like get its bearings, to get its good games out. Because it's not like the SNES days where you can just make a game in a day and sell it like these games take years of development and so next year is going to be critical next year is going to be the time where sony and xbox and nintendo kind of have to strut their stuff and show to repay the faith to the gamer of like this is the games you waited for you bought the system early you bought it day one when we had just like ports and redos and remasters yeah. Now this is what you're getting. Here's your Uncharted. Here's your Order. Here's all your exclusives you want. Here's your Halo Five. Here's your new Super Mario. Like this next year is going to be, uh, honestly, the first real trench war coming up next yeah. year. 2015 is going to be the first real trench war, and whoever can win that is going to get a big boost to sales. Um, yeah. I. I'd actually not say the order is going to destroy the competition because its competition is The Witcher 3 and Batman Arkham Knight, which come out the same day. <laughs> yeah, I think we. I, you must, I think you must have meant um, Uncharted 4. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I, I kind of added it in because, I mean, I, as I said it as an exclusive. Yeah. Right? Like, like Uncharted 4, the order exclusive to the PS4 yeah. versus... What? What's coming Halo? out? Yeah, what's coming out on Xbox One around the same time as the order? I mean, is there anything? There, uh, exclusive wise, there's absolutely nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So as an exclusive package, it's it's gonna like destroy things. But yeah, you're right, Gary. Like overall, like I mean, the order could be the next best thing, but realistically, like Batman has a pedigree. Yeah. Witcher Three is looking amazing. So yeah, there's going to be competition there for sales. But exclusive-wise, you know, it's just another notch that, yeah. that Xbox and, and the Wii U have to, to fight against. So even if the game turns out to be, like, ho-hum, yeah. right, average, it's still another decent exclusive. Yeah. Versus no exclusive. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Now. Been, okay, yeah. I found a little bit of a base. It's, this is oldish news. This is only yeah. when PS4 was at 5.3 million. But um, comparing to the 5.3, I think it's about the same now, actually. The PS1 sold 1.7 in 10 months. The right. PS2 sold 3.52 in 7 months. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, the PS4 is 10 million after se- about 7 months. Uh, so yeah, that's it's a huge jump even over the PS2. How much did PS3 sell in that time? Uh, three point, uh, four point two. All oh, right, that was more than I sold the PS2. Yeah, that's more. That's more than I thought. Wow. Yeah. But then it goes back again to the competition. Yeah. Right? PS1, PS2 had no competition. The PS3 was actually in a tough battle. Yeah, because so... after that, after that. The PS2 jumped in sales over time, while the PS3 sort of just sort of. Yeah, it did stagnate. Didn't yeah, it? it wasn't very. Um, yeah, PS2 really jumped ahead. I think when GTA hit PS2 and everything like that, things really, really rock- rocketed for them. From what I read, on I can't, I, I can't find the stats right now. Sadly, I, I've yeah. been looking for it for a few minutes. Uh. Uh, the only console that's come close to selling is the original Wii. Everything else kind of doesn't really. Get anywhere oh, near wow. it. 
And even then, I think the PS4 is a lot higher sales. Yeah, I mean, the we did do very well, definitely, yeah. Well, uh, I, I still don't think it's going to catch up to the PS2. What, the Wii? Because, no, the, the PS4. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, j- just because of the games. I mean, if you think about it, the PS2, almost like 80% of the games that came out on it were exclusive to it. Yeah, that's, yeah, exclusive. You're not going to have that on the PS4 anymore. No, no, you're not. That's a good you thing. You never know. I mean, the way things are going, right? You wouldn't have thought Tomb Raider was going to be exclusive, even timed exclusive. So who but knows what could happen? But I don't think these companies can afford to, like, you, I don't think Microsoft can afford to constantly dish out all this money to get a timed exclusive. Like, I'm pretty sure it's, it costs a lot of money to get a timed exclusive most definitely it probably costs a lot of money but i mean like if if the the ps4 like keeps outselling the other systems like what there's more ps4s on the market or close to wii u's and xbox ones combined right so if after another year like that same total is there it's 50 versus 25 versus 25 there might be more companies willing to just go sony only Right, because then cut out the cost of having to do like development for two systems. It'd be like, well, you know what? There's like 20 million of these versus like six million of this. Yeah. Uh, they just might be like, well, screw it. Let's just stay here, and it just gets the ball rolling. You only need one. You need that one big game. You get say Resident Evil, like a good Resident Evil. Like I like the new ones, but the, you know the fans don't. But to say you get that big name to go Sony exclusive, well, there's there's your ball rolling when you're already in the lead. Yes. Yeah. Will it will it happen though, Gary? Like you're right. Who knows what could happen cuz the landscape is different. But I just think there's a lot more pluses than there are negatives for them to be able to match the PS2. So, you know, quite honestly, I think when it when it comes to like what the, those big name third-party games I don't think they really carried the weight that they used to. Like, Resident Evil definitely doesn't carry the weight that it used to. You know, Silent Hill doesn't. Even Final Fantasy doesn't carry the same weight anymore. I think the only game that I could think of right now that carries that weight, that could move units, that's third party, and if it does become exclusive, is Kingdom Hearts 3. That is probably the only game I can think of right now that will move units as a third party title. Yeah, I should agree with that. Most most of the... um big sellers these days are first party um but you reckon kingdom hearts for gary yeah for third party i i think that is the only third party title right now that can actually move units if it becomes exclusive like if it goes microsoft exclusive that thing is going up like two million sales that month <laughs> most likely cool yeah because it's got kingdom the hearts disney too. it's got the disney like power behind it right all those yeah. disney fans will just eat it up and there hasn't been a kingdom hearts a proper sequel for years so um yeah, nonsense. Um, yes, too. Yeah. As an aside, I'm looking at VG charts to what Ben was saying for like what was close to the PS2. Nintendo DS almost overtook the PS2. Almost. Nintendo Nintendo DS sold 154.88 million units. Holy wow! God. To to the PlayStation 2's 157.68. So that's 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 pretty close. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but that's a handful. That is a handheld, but still, that's a lot. That's a lot, though. 
But um, the pit- and then the Game Boy is in third place with 118. So that's where yeah. Nintendo makes its money. Yeah. But, but the <laughs> PS2 still has games. There, there was a game out this year for the PS2. <laughs> There's still a Dreamcast um, games coming out. No, really this is by Konami, though. Is it? Yeah, Pro Evolution Soccer came out this year for the PS2. Wow, seriously? <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> FIFA 14 was out last year. Oh, my God. Wow, is that Japan only? Or? No, it's in Europe. You can buy oh it for God. seven quid on Amazon. New. Holy crap! It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh wow! It's probably super cheap, right? It's, it's probably seven super quid. cheap. Yeah, yeah, seven quid. Yeah. Oh wow! Fourteen years after it launched, man, that is yeah. incredible. I think right? probably because they've said they're actually dropping FIFA this year, next year, for PS2. But FIFA 15 is oh, technically just, just now, huh? Yeah, just now. <laughs> Um, but they're well, I mean, when you got 157 Wii. units, yeah. I mean, even if only 500,000 people buy it, that's still profit for them. Well, yeah, because yeah. they're still using the same models and the stuff. That because they've got the Wii version as well, so literally they have to just port the Wii version over. Selling 10 units of it is probably a profit for them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we sold two units! Yay! Yay. <laughs> we broke sales records. <laughs> <laughs> oh god well i think we have to move on now but that was really interesting that was actually um you guys should let us know what you think can ps4 surpass ps2's numbers email us at uh, podcast at psu.com um cool guys well um yeah like i said we should move on now uh we were talking about um well this is another event is passed and guess what game didn't show its face again uh the last of us the last of us yes the last guardian but as ever we have another update on it this is uh during an interview uh with Eurogamer with um sony world War studios head honcho shihei yoshida he was asked whether it's possible the last Guardian would appear at the tokyo game show later this year uh he said unfortunately uh i don't think so sorry um however after further probing uh yoshida did oh that sounded a bit wrong uh, <laughs> yoshida did confirm that they do have a launch window for the game in mind yet didn't go as far as revealing when it would be uh, he said i quote I cannot confirm any timing because we are waiting for it to be in a state where we are happy that, it, um, happy that this is the game, he said. We have a certain time frame in our mind and the team is making great progress, but still, do not, but still not to the point that we can say that, here you go. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of like the same old stuff with The Last Guardian now. Um, this was written by... <laughs> Uh, this was this was yeah this was written by steven seagull uh for psu (laughs) sorry uh um he is an amazing guy that steven seagull um steven seagull (laughs) this is uh yeah the last guardian was obviously announced over five years ago now we've seen nothing pretty much nothing on it since apart from a few sporadic updates on uh like i think there was some a couple of trailers shown and everything uh it was going to be out in holiday 2011, then it got delayed, and since then it's been this kind of like it's been stuck in development hell. Um, it's undoubtedly a PS4 project uh, by now. I'm no, there's no way they would move it to PS3 after all this time. I think the last, if it was going to be on PS3, it would have been out in its original uh, launch window, so 2011. But after that, it's pretty obvious they moved it to next gen. Um, it'd be crazy not to, to be honest. Um, I don't really have anything more to add about this because we talked about this game so many times, but I think it's just, it's almost become a running joke now that every time there's an event and it's not, it's like, okay, you know, we've got a checklist, you know, of what happened at, you know, what happens at an event. Yes, awesome new game, new game announced, boring numbers revealed, blah, blah, blah. The Last Guardian does not show up. 
people ask about the last guardian they find out nothing it's kind of like that's on the checklist now well I'll, um well I, well i think i think i know the release date what he said that he had a planned quarter i, I think it'll be quarter forever it'll... quarter forever yeah. <laughs> uh, quarter quarter for 2020 most probably it'll be on the ps5 ps5 or 6 yeah but to um, be fair with the, their previous games i cut uh no not uh, I think it was Ico. yeah, Ico was yeah, originally going to be on uh, PS One yeah. before it got ported over to PS Two. Yeah, very and, true. And that took a few years before that got released as well. So yeah, it could be following a trend here. Was Shadow of the Colossus always a PS Two game, or was that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Um, I don't know if you guys want to anything. I'm still, despite everything, I am still generally curious about this game because um, we haven't seen um, we're so we haven't seen much on this at all and yet what we have seen does is enough to pit my interest uh what do you lot think um let's start with i'm uh, not interested whatsoever oh, okay i'm putting it out there i mean the whole delays that's the only thing that has me interested is is, is it going to be like a bus from the start is it just been in development hell for so long that it just can't win right. or is it actually going to make actual profit for this company mm. and sell a ton because like honestly i wasn't interested in ico i wasn't interested in shadow of the colossus i i got them for free off of ps plus i'll probably play tearaway long before i'll play those two games um <laughs> why, do you so, game? why do you get all these games if you don't play them for because <laughs> i well they're free yeah i suppose but yeah. so i mean i gotta i gotta click yes so that way i don't lose them just in some case i i win the lottery and i can play games all day i need something new to play fair enough yeah, but... yeah. all right cool um well um ben how about you what do you think uh, uh yeah it'll come out and i will buy it and then i'll forget i'll buy it and then Oh no! Nah, not excited. Not and then you have to be reminded you bought it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's don't know. It's been on development for too long. It's just yeah. It's hard to get stay hyped for a game like that when it's been for so long without any news whatsoever at all. I don't know why I'm even bothered about it. Still, I just think I don't know why. I just for some reason I just find it intriguing. I don't know why. I think it's just. I think I'm. I think I am intrigued to see if what what on earth it will be like if it could possibly live up to the hype. I think it's just become so ridiculous now that it's just I just can't wait to see what happens. Really, I would just really want to see if it will come out. I think that's probably more interesting in that than actually playing the game now. Yeah, but there <laughs> we go. <laughs> Gary, how about you? I have a few things to to say. Um, first off, I don't know why people keep asking about the Last Guardian simply because the last two games that Team Ico has made haven't exactly been millions and millions of dollars in sales like shadow of the Colossus broke a million but i don't even think it broke two million um those games and the the games that that team makes are very um cult classic games yeah i would say so everybody always complaining where's the last guardian where's the last guardian it just baffles my mind that they're so interested in it when they didn't really care about the last two as much um Mm. secondly i think uh, the the reason it's been delayed so much is simply because everything they probably wanted to achieve uh, when they announced it, they found out they just couldn't do on a PS3. Like yeah. there's too many limitations. Yeah. So they slowly start working on the PS4 version uh, without even knowing all the specs and everything of the PS4 version, and it kind of slowed them down a lot. Um. That could be one reason, uh, but I think the biggest reason right now is I think that they are just completely reworking the game from the ground up. 
uh, I think they uh, what we saw of the last guardian is probably going to be maybe 70 to 80 percent different yeah than what we see when they finally show it off I, I don't think it's going to be the game that we saw in those two trailers I don't even think it's going to come close to it so the, the those are the three things I, I just wanted to point out I just I don't think they could have achieved what they wanted to achieve with that game on the PS3 uh, wise words, Gary. I think you'll find a lot of us, a lot of people, agreeing with that. To be honest, yeah. Mm. Um, cool. Well, um, this one definitely deserves reading. Now, it's not really Gamescom related, but it's still massive news. Um, kind of tying into the sales. Um, PS4. Uh, the uh, this is written by Carl Pro. Uh, the July 2014 MPD report is in, which means a fresh batch of figures from Sony Community Entertainment America to share. Uh, this uh, this highlight is, of course, that the PS4 is outsold the Xbox uh, One in the US for the seventh consecutive month. Uh, that's all hardware. So a PS4 has been leaving. Uh, sorry, PS4 has been leading the charge over the Xbox One, uh, the Wii U, the PS3, and the Xbox 360 since the start of this year. Um, so uh, he also notes that uh, July marks the second month that PlayStation platforms as a whole outsold the competing brands. That means more PS4 and PS3 consoles were sold than Xbox One and Xbox 360 consoles, and Wii U, and Wii consoles. Um, on the game side, The Last of Us Remastered led July's next-generation sales charts. Uh, you notice in brackets, it totally deserves it. Link into our review, which you should check out if you haven't already. It's on the Flash console, guys. Uh, more than half of all next-generation games were sold for PS4. More than 30 million copies of PS4 games have been sold across retail and digital since launch last November. So, wow, another awesome month there, guys. It really is kicking kicking uh, Microsoft into t- um, to the curb at the moment in terms of sales in the US and pretty much everywhere. I, well, I don't know how it... I don't know what the um, sales figures are for Europe and the UK and everything, but in terms of America, it's been on a roll. Like Carl said, uh, since the beginning of this month, it's been outselling the um, Xbox One. I think the Xbox One has outsold PS4 for one month only since it started. It was either... Nope. Obviously... Huh? Nope. It hasn't at all? No, it's the seventh consecutive month, so... Yeah, but it's been out... Um... Seven months. Yeah, it's been out. It's been that's from the start of this year, but it was out in November. It was out in November. It came out at the end of November, so you still had December, didn't it? Didn't it, the Xbox outsell it in December? No, the PS4 outsold it still. Wow, I could have sworn there was one month it did. I thought it was December that it outsold it, and then after that, it had been all PS4. I'm sure it's not outsold it once yet. Oh wow! So there we go. That's even more impressive. Yeah, because uh, it's been it'll be eight months from this month, but they haven't done this month yet. The last one was July. Yeah. No, I just thought it was December. I thought December they um it outsold. And that's what Titanfall. Yes. Yeah. 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 Very true. Uh, wow. So that's even more impressive. A uh, big pat on the back for Sony there. Um, the Last of Us. Um, I think it's great that The Last of Us is the was the high the biggest selling next gen title or current gen whatever you want to call it for last month. I think. Uh, I don't know why. I just didn't have think that game had the commercial appeal that it has it has been getting for some reason. I mean, not not because of the quality. It's a great game, but it was a new IP. And it's not, it's definitely, uh, it's not, you know, it's not a, like a, it's not a Gears of War or Call of Duty. So it's, uh, you know, it's a very, it's quite a tough, uh, methodical kind of game. I just didn't, for some reason, I just didn't think it would appeal to that many people, especially because it's on one platform as well. I didn't think it would quite generate that amount of um, success, but it has. It's, um, it's sold over 7 million copies worldwide, the original PS3 version has. I don't know how many uh, remasters it's sold, but it must have. I can re- tell you. Oh, go for it. Uh it sold 1.5 million copies in the first 24 hours of its release. Oh wow, that's incredible! Yeah, this um, yeah this on PS4. 
Oh, wow. That, yeah, this is a juggernaut then. Yeah, seriously. I think Naughty Dog would be crazy. Sony no, must know that this is a big franchise. This has potential. I, would be, I think it would be crazy if they didn't release a sequel in some form. I mean, that is a massive franchise. I don't think... I've Uncharted, When Uncharted 1 came out, it definitely did not do anywhere near as many numbers as The Last of Us. Definitely not. And, and you got to remember, this is a PS3 game that's yes. released on the PS4. To do yeah. those numbers as a one-year-old game... Yeah, that's incredible. It's incredible. That would be fine for just the original version, let alone a, re- let alone a re-release. That's, that is incredible, yeah. And also, obviously, PS4 um, pushing those awesome numbers. Um, but, yeah, that's... Um, it was, again, with sales, there's not really much more to say. It's um, PS4 really, really has been a fantastic success. It's definitely, um, it's definitely put one to the critics, considering they, a lot of people, as I mentioned before, a lot of people said that you know console sales are dwindling and everything like that. There's not the economy isn't right for it. People don't have the money for it. But people are snapping that machine up, and it hasn't even really seen that many of its best exclusives yet. They're still in development. So brilliant. Um, anyone have anything to add about this at all? I, I just think that one reason why The Last of Us is selling as well is because it's an ultimate version. You get all the DLC with it. Yeah, that's true. So Ooh, that that well, helps push things as well. You don't get all the DLC. What don't you get? You don't get the new gesture pack that came out recently, and you can also there's also like paid cosmetic stuff that you can purchase separately as well. Oh yeah, well all all the, all the major DLC, stuff, all the major, all the major stuff, stuff yeah. and the I PS3 think the next Mac pack, map pack is also separate when that comes okay. out. So okay, so map packs aside and stuff yeah. like all the major you get, you get left to the single player stuff, which is one of the yeah. main things. And I think you get yeah. um, oh I can't remember the name of that expansion that multiplayer one. Um, oh god, no, no, no. What, what was it called? Ben, have you played the multiplayer? Do you know what one I'm on about? Uh, the last I played a little bit. What, what do you mean? Yeah, I, I can't. It was a it was a multiplayer expansion pack. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, is it territories uh, or something? Or is that? I think that was yes, territories. territories. Yeah, something like that. You get. I'm pretty sure you get that one with it. You get some multiplayer DLC with it. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, um, great game. Great game. Um, I, I've been playing for that recently, actually. Um, so yeah. Um, well, guys. Um, We've been through a lot of news stories there. What I'm going to do now, instead of commenting on some, I'm going to do some quick fire news stories to wrap up because it obviously has been a uh, a big um, week. So we're not going to comment on these. I'll just quickly read out a few things, okay? Just so we can wrap things up for our listeners. Uh, War Thunder is confirmed to be getting Project Morpheus support in, to, in addition to Oculus Rift. I don't know if I said that right. I think I did. Uh, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft microtransactions have been confirmed for Assassin's Creed Unity. This is for extra gear that you can put down real cash for rather than as opposed to playing Boo! the game. Yeah, as opposed to playing the game and unlocking them. I can't understand why anyone would do that, but there we go. Wait, uh, wait, one sec. I don't yeah. know comments, but Unity has no multiplayer. Why, why what's the point of the microtransactions really? It's um, you, Unity has um Unity's one with the co op and the yeah, um, well there's no what I mean is there's no deathmatch no, and the co op is the main uh, no, story. But it's it's um things it's gear like um you know uh, cosmetic stuff, weapons, things like that. Well still, you know <clears throat> feels kind of yeah i know it seems odd why people would do that it's not a traditional multiplayer thing is it you know yeah i don't <clears> mind <throat> cosmetics and stuff like that for this yeah if it was multiplayer deathmatch but uh, i don't know yeah it's very it's odd anyway sorry yeah no no, no it's okay it's right um uh sony said that ps4 was a priority uh the priority um uh, for gamescom explain which is why the vita wasn't shown speaking of vita that really got the short end of a stick um Unfortunately, but there we go. That's that's for another show. Um, 
Uh, PS4 is going to be the main show uh, focus at the Tokyo Game Show. Surprise, surprise. The crew isn't coming to PS3 because you, uh, apparently the Xbox 360 is more clo- is closer to the new consoles in terms of terms of architecture. Uh, so they're not making a PS3 version. Uh, Silent Hill devs want uh, gamers to, I quote, shit their pants. And finally, uh, Ubisoft says it's too early to discuss a potential PS4 Xbox One port of Assassin's Creed Rogue. Why? Uh, it's already spring next year. Yeah, definitely. We know it's coming. <laughs> so yeah, that was um, oh dangerous on a quick break. Cool. Uh, one, one sec, one sec, guys. Before we end this, I, yeah, I can hear a, a phone, phone Yeah, I can hear a phone ringing. Yep, yep, yep. I called it. <laughs> what you mean, Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I figured as much. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people were expecting that. Um, you reckon spring? Do you? Yep, spring. Cool, cool. Because that way they've got uh, a little break between that way, and then when not, yeah, they've that way. If they have really say, oh, I'm gonna say March for some reason. March sounds good. Maybe, maybe a little bit later. Oh, March would be great. It's my birthday month. <laughs> uh, March or June. That way, when E3 comes around, they can try and hype people up for the next game, which comes out in November. Oh, okay. And then they'll... should also... Sorry. Yeah. Okay. should also mention the new PS4 system update 2.0. Is also uh, yeah, coming. I'm not the update guy, so if one of you just pretty want to um, uh, chew the fat on that. Uh, yeah, well, it just pretty much uh, brings over the share play. Uh-huh. Uh, that they talked about when they announced it, which allows uh, your friends to take over your game whenever they want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, cool. they can also play whatever games you have on your console. Without uh, the game, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they're at their place or at their house or whatever. Uh, as well, But only one person can play on that one, I guess, account at the same time. Is what I should say. Cool. Yeah. Cool little update there, but still no MP3 support, so I don't care about anything. Well, they, they did say there'll be more to be added to 2.0 soon. Yeah, MP3 support, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> cool. Uh, um, okay, go, uh, sorry, were you going to say something, Ben? I want to say the most important news story, the, the most bombshelling story of all, is the fact that Ghost Simulator is getting a console release on Xbox. Uh, yeah, I re- it's only first on Xbox, by the way, so we might see it on PS4. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, who's it made by? Coffee Drinks, Coffee Mad Studios, I think it's called. Oh yeah, yeah, they sound familiar. Coffee something or other. Yeah, yeah they're amazing. It's an amazing game, and I, I, I will say this. I said this in the general chat, yeah. and I'll say this on the podcast. I will buy every staff member a copy of this game. <laughs> I that, will... that was, he's not joking either, is he, Gary? <laughs> no, every staff member will own this game because I will make sure of it, even if I have to buy everyone a copy. Oh wow! <laughs> this game will be this game will outsell everyone. It will be the bestest. Goat Simulator. I don't know whether I just I don't know where to start with it. Is it meant to be a parody of something of all these? Well, it's just stuff? a parody of all the. Basically, it started Simulator, off. Yeah where these guys made the demo up for it was a really buggy game and they just did it for a laugh yeah in fact it, their joke was the fact that how buggy it was was because they made it to be buggy yeah um and then it just got popular and then they, they got told okay we'll pay you money for it and they thought no why why would we? anyway they decided just to do it and it became a game and what type what what do you actually do uh you lick things 
You lick things. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 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 it's. It's go. It's goat simulator. Yeah, no, I thought it was a shoot 'em up or something. <laughs> no, no, it's not <laughs> okay, like that. Thought, no, I thought it was because it, you know, I didn't think they actually make a goat simulator like that. I thought it was just it was a whole joke, so they turned it into some sort of shoot 'em up or something. Oh no, it's an actual goat. It, it's actually a goat simulator. <laughs> no, well, you, you, you can have superpowers as well. Oh, there we go. I knew there was something. If you unlock, if you collect the statues, as you unlock statues, you unlock different types of goats, like the static goat. Which is a blue goat that whirls up into a ball and spins off, or the the whale goat that's a giant whale, or the bird oh, goat that's an ostrich. Yeah, I knew there was a crazy element. Um, to it, yeah. <laughs> then you've got the um, god uh, goat devil thing, which when you press the space bar, summons goats from the sky. Oh my god! Wow, that has to be seen to be believed. <laughs> it is just one. It, it's like uh, eight pounds. Oh wow! And it has. Two maps, um, split screen co-op. It's it's a fun little game just to mess about with because it's quite cheap. Wow, there we go, guys. Goat Simulator. Buy it. <laughs> buy it. <laughs> In fact, cool. if you can't buy it because you haven't got a PC, yeah. then, then wait until it's on the PS4 and then buy it. Oh, man. Cool. Again, we were just talking about um, Goat Simulator. <laughs> so you just come back. Uh We've actually finished the news. We're just going on to reviews now. We've only got one this week, though. Um, this is uh, this is by Carl Prowl. Uh, this is Hohokum. Uh, he gives us a 6.5 out of 10. The final word on this is Hohokum's worth greatly depends on one's ability to revel in simple, charming discoveries. Uh, oh, cool. Bet Dane has some stuff as well. Cool. There's no lasting impact, meaningful message, or even resolution to its shallow core mechanics. But a playful aesthetic and relaxing music make being in its spaces enjoyable for a time. He uh, uh, plus point detailed worlds with surprises and secrets, enchanting music, and technically polished. Her negatives are uh, objectives without purpose, absent context and narrative, and trial and error. Uh, sorry, trial and error explanation. Exploration. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I believe Dane had something to say. Dane about reviews. Oh, well, I just finished up uh, my review for Tuskeya 4 on That's Vita. not published yet, is it? It's not published right. yet. There's no, there's no um, embargo, so okay. I can talk about it. Yeah, go um, for it. If you want to read it out now, we'll wait till next week. I, I, too. I don't actually have it. Like, I can't really read it out, but I can give you just my, my opinion. No, yeah, yeah like the um, so, yeah, general thing. Go for it, yeah. General thing, uh, buy it. Simple as that. Buy yeah. this game because it's awesome. If you're a Disgaea fan, you're gonna love it. If you played the four, if you played it on the PS3, uh, this is just better because you get all the DLC with it, uh, and you get additional content that was not made for the PS3. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like halfway between a remake and a straight up Ultimate Edition. So, um, honestly, it started slow with me when I first got it. I'm like, oh, this is kind of okay. The story's kind of meh. But then as I got going into it, like yesterday, I just I just sped through it. I went through like four chapters. I just beat the game yesterday, playing it for like six hours straight. So, it's, uh, honestly, is it the best Disgaea out there? No, that would be Disgaea D2 on the PS3. But it's cool. the second best. And so it's definitely a reason to to buy a Vita. It's definitely a reason to have a Vita. Um, and it's just another good RPG to have in your collection. Wicked man, thanks for that. Um, that um, actually wraps up reviews for this week. Uh, 
we should probably move on to uh, we're not doing a topic of the week because we pretty much cut we did a ton of news today and to be honest i think in a way that a couple of those news store news stories were so in depth that we kind of those were kind of like worthy of a topic anyway like the uh, ps4 sales and everything so yeah that was kind of a game some special but we still got a few things to talk about uh chief among which is uh what we've been playing lately um as usual, I will give myself a break now and let Ben take over. So, Ben, if you just want to start what you've been playing and everything. Uh, I've been playing a bit more Velocity. I can talk a bit about that, but not much. Yeah. Um, and I've been playing Warframe to get ready for the Update 14, which has been sent to certification. Oh, cool. You're back in Warframe then, yeah? Yeah. Well, cool. just to make sure I have enough money to make sure I've got everything ready for Update 14 when that comes out. Because uh-huh. that's adding your own ships, uh, dogs... Whole new, whole new areas, new mode. Oh, cool! So it's a pretty big update. So sweet, man. Um, that'll be soonish. So yeah, can't wait for that. And then Final Fantasy. I've been playing a bit of that again. Cool. Are you still enjoying that? Yeah, I'm enjoying the new events that they've started to do. So they've got sweet. Some... Oh, there. Wicked. Awesome. That's uh, um, any Vita at all or? Uh, no, well, Velocity is on the Vita and PS4, so I've been. Oh, is it? All oh, right, okay, cool. I've been going on both, depending on how I feel. Oh, wicked, cool. Um, sweet. Is that that's all been so far? Yeah, three. Yeah, those that, three games. that's yeah. pretty much it. Cool, cool. That sounds good, man. Um, Gary, how about you, mate? I have also been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, I'm not in the same boat about the uh, seasonal event that Ben is. I think it's a terrible one. <laughs> uh, other than that I'm playing Final Fantasy X on my Vita actually Sweet. I finally picked up that collection um, it's so weird I'm playing that game and I literally can't remember it at all alright like, I, I remember the, the main story but like how the gameplay works how the sphere grid works all that I completely forgot about it. Um, so it's nice to replay that uh I, I'm glad they kept the voice acting the same, the, the yeah. terrible voice acting in that game. They didn't <laughs> dialogue. Uh, I really like the reworked music, especially the battle theme in that. I think is really good. But um, I've also been playing uh, the Batman Arkham Origins game on my phone, uh-huh. which is fun. Just barely came out on Android. Um, and that is, that's pretty much it. I mean, and, and The Last of Us remastered of course oh cool where that's are you in that uh i am at the point where uh they just made it into the city on the truck and we got jumped by the uh bandits or whatever you want to call them oh wicked yeah awesome man uh you're enjoying it then yeah oh i i absolutely i i still think that game is probably the best game of the last generation awesome good like i i can play that game forever and I, i i once i finish it again yeah. I'm going to go and do the left behind because I haven't done the left behind yet. So, Cool. Excellent, man. And uh, finally, well, before me anyway, uh, Dane, what have you been on? Um, Let's see. I had the Scare 4 on the Vita to play for review. Mm-hmm. Talked about that a moment ago. Uh, also, was playing Akiba's Trip Undead and Undressed for the Vita for review. I forget if the embargo is up on that. Uh, or not, so I won't talk about it just to be safe. Yeah, I'm not sure, um, but it does look good. It does look good. Well, yeah. just in case, I won't talk about it. Wait for the review. Yeah. Um, but what I have been playing the most though are freaking free mobile games. Um, I got 
hooked on to Dead Man's Cross, which is like a zombie card game shoot 'em up. Uh, <laughs> that they did they did a Resident Evil crossover on it. Oh, and that's it's the a, one. It's, All right. Yeah, it's a Square Enix game, and they did a Resident Evil crossover. And I played the hell out of that, like like nonstop, like almost professional. It was ridiculous. And then yesterday, I was just on um, the WWE website. And they just showed off this new card game they got on the mobile device. And I've been playing that nonstop. Like, as we were doing the podcast, I was playing it on my phone while I was waiting my turn. And <laughs> my phone died. It was fresh. And my phone died on me. And that's the only reason I stopped playing. I've played, like, 120-plus matches in, like, less than 24 hours. Holy damn. That's- <laughs> so it's, really, it's a card game. I love card games. They're really fun. So that's basically what I've been playing, waiting for the next games I got to review when they come up. I'm going to have a busy fall with the amount of games I got to review. So expect lots and lots of reviews from me. I got a question for you, Dane. Um, Are you picking up the new WWE 2K15? I'm the one slated to review it. Nice. Man, Uh, the character models in that game are blowing me away. I mean, it, it it's going to suck for me because it's going to have to be a PS3 review. So assuming we get a PS3 copy, I'm the one reviewing it. But yeah, I agree. I saw some of the character models. It's like, man, that's super realistic. Yeah. That's pretty that's... bloody good. Uh, and to be honest, what got me is Sting. Yeah, Sting me too. Sting being in it, it just blew my <laughs> away. Just seeing that promo for it, I'm like goosebumps. And like, I'm a wrestling fan. But I haven't really watched it since university. Well, one reason because of time. Mm-hmm. It's just on it, just at like 10 at night for me in my part of Canada. And I'm like, uh, I'd rather do something else. But like when I was a kid, I was a diehard fan. And then it's just, but I haven't had those goosebumps like I did seeing like Sting come back and do a promo for WWE and see him in a, an actual WWE game, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. Now, sadly, I won't get him in the promo version. The review copy won't have him because i got to pre-order the game, which really, really well, sucks. Well, you don't know. I, I, once, I once reviewed, I got a, when I got the last Naruto game last year, they sent me the pre-order bonus, and same with Ninja Gaiden. I got the nice... I got limited edition from Chin. TK is better, though. We've... Two, two, TK has been good with us. But Chin 2K, was very nice and sent me the limited edition of Ninja Gaiden Yaba. I just oh, think that's a I crappy got, plastic case. <laughs> I, I, gotta, I get those too. I get them in the plastic case without like the cover, but I just think it's cool. It just says promo only on it. Um, yeah, I got to I talk to Chin for when I do Samurai Warriors 4 and all of those, and I got to say, hey, man, can you hook me up with like a promo or something? Um, but 2K hasn't been showing us the love, sadly. Hopefully they will with, with 2K15. Uh, but honestly, the graphics are wild, Gary. Like, you're upset you're not getting Sting. I'm upset that I won't be getting Hollywood Hogan because he's only coming in the collector's edition. Well, <laughs> honestly, the only coming in, I mean, they're going to be out for paid DLC at some point. Let's, well, let's let's be honest. They're not going to shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, well, they didn't release uh, last year's collector's edition character as DLC. Really? Which one was that? I think it was um, 
like Attitude Era Undertaker. They never released him. Really? Yeah. That seems kind of weird. I mean, that's kind of cool they didn't because it it devalues the collector's edition. It's like a slap in the face to the people who bought it. It's like, hey, this is collector's only. And then six months later, they release it as DLC. It's kind of like, well, why did I bother, bother buying this then? Yeah. That's, oh. why, that's why, again, that's why I bought the Naruto's collector's edition last year, even though I reviewed it, because they, they, the, the Bandai as well sometimes are like that. They they never really re-released the collector's edition stuff even to buy, and even when the game got a remaster, and yeah, well, a remake at the end of the year last year, with um, blo- um, burst, the only the DLC for the collector's edition was still missing. <laughs> um, that just leaves me then. I've been well, I've said this a few times. I've been on the Last of Us remastered predominantly. I'm um, I'm playing on hard mode. I'm. I'm just at the uh, well. I try to avoid spoilers for those who haven't played. I'm just at the part where you, it's the winter chapter. I just say that much. That pretty much covers it. And um, uh, Ellie takes center stage there. Um, I've also been um, well today. I actually went around my mate's house and I played some Resident Evil Six with him and Mercenaries. Helped him out on the main campaign. Did some Resident Evil Five Mercenaries, which is great fun because my other friend won't play it for some stupid reason. So I got to play as Barry Burton. <laughs> so he's awesome. <laughs> I have this. <laughs> Um, that was a quote, by the way, from Barry, in case anyone wonders what's wrong with me. Um, this or, is Magnum. Yes, it's Magnum, man, yeah. What is this? <laughs> um, I know Gary would like that. <laughs> uh, apart from that, I've also been on um, uh, War Thunder, because I've been having some events going on where you can get, like, double, or I think it was, like, triple, no, yeah, double XP and stuff like that they've got, or, like, four times XP on your first match for a researching vehicles and stuff so i've been dipping into that now and then um i've been trying to play as like the Amer- the countries that i haven't got many planes with so i can up so so i can like rise through the ranks a bit more so i've been playing as the americans and the russians actually yes is canada is canada in war thunder canada wasn't in world war ii no no canada, canada was in world war ii what yeah, are you talking about them, so they don't count juno <laughs> beach <laughs> right Juno Beach man well Seriously. they don't have their, they don't have their own air force in this game let me just say that no but um, so, so you gotta be the British then if you wanna be Canada yeah I guess yeah okay but yeah but, um, is in uh, that one indie title I reviewed Vandal Valiant Hearts <laughs> wait was Canada in that one yeah well, that's cool that's that's the reason for me to pick up that game now <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, the Russians, are, I forgot how good the Russians are in this game, um, in War Thunder. Gary, I'm sure Gary will back me up on that. Um, as my friend, my friend, um, when, he, when I, he was watching me play it, and he, was, he says something that's very, very true about the Russians, is in Russia, we do not strap guns to planes, we strap planes to guns. And that, <laughs> that really does sum them up, because they're just like, the, the yaks in that game, they just have these massive cannons, you can just rip wings off people, man, it's brilliant. Oh, nice. Yeah, great. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Um, cool. Well, I've just had the warning that we should end things soon because it's getting late and it is. Uh, so yeah, that about wraps things up for us guys. Uh, we don't have an email, sadly. Uh, Fonz, man, where's Fonz? Uh, it's now the Snova. Yeah, we're yeah, Snova. It's uh, the 16th of August and his last email was on the 17th of July. So it's been nearly a month now, dude. Um, at least, um, I think I just like to hear from you and see if you're all right, man. Um, but it would be great if you could email us with some questions again, dude. Uh, we need some, we don't have any emails guys. Please email us. Um, I had a couple of people add me to PSN who listen to the podcast. So I've actually added them back now at last. Um, 
I don't know the names off by heart, but thanks for the Addy guys. And um, it's really cool that you enjoy the podcast. That was really cool because they sent, had a little message in the Addy like, hey, love the podcast. Keep up the great work. So that was awesome. Um, yeah, um, cool. Uh, well, let's just quickly do the contacts, guys. You can um, contact us at uh, PS, uh, podcast at PSU.com or you can contact us on Twitter. You know the um, address by now. And it's um, at PSU.com. Yeah, at PSU.com. PSU at D-O-T-C-O-M. Um, yeah, done it. <laughs> Fucking it up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and Glenn would be proud. Um, or you can contact individually. Uh, individually, you can contact us, um, starting with me, uh, mike.harrodance at psu.com. Or you can contact Mr. Ben Shillabir Hall at... Chile underscore UK or ben.shillabir Hall at psu.com <laughs> or neogaf Chile. Wicked. Or you can contact Gary at... At Gaglaush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H on Twitter, or Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com. And remember to speak Russian. He liked that. Always in Russian. <laughs> uh, last but not least, you can contact Dane at... You can reach me at Twitter, at Files, L-A-S-O-M-B-R-A-F-I-L-E-S, or on my PSU email, dane.smith at psu.com. It's D-A-N-E. And also you can check out my novel, The Lasomber Files, Choice and Consequence, on Kindle on the Amazon store, and it's also a physical copy, 99 cents, cheaper than a chocolate bar. So check it out. Awesome, man. I was actually going to mention that, but you covered it for me. Uh yeah, so guys, thanks for joining us. That was episode 51. Also, don't forget to subscribe to us at iTunes and rate us as well. You can get everything downloaded to all your eye thingies, as Glenn would say so eloquently. Uh, Glenn will be back on Unchained hopefully next week. Uh, we might have a couple of guests coming up. But for now, guys, that's been episode 51. Thank you, Gary, Ben, and Dane for joining me. It's been awesome as well. As well, It's been awesome as usual. Uh, yes, it is getting quite late here, so that's all that's left to say is it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, believe in Gary. Believe in Gary. <laughs> believe in Gary. Later, chaps. <laughs> uh, that was totally awesome. <laughs>